a Radio 191 FM podcast. It's time for the deep dive, and this week we are looking at Cream, the the awesome psychedelic blues art rock um, band, uh, famously uh, with Eric Clapton on guitar. Um, Cream was around from 1966 to 68, though their last album came out in 69. They disbanded in November of 1968. Um, they were founded in 1966 by uh, Jack Bruce on bass, Eric Clapton on guitar, Ginger Baker on drums. All three sang backing and lead vocals at same at some point. However, uh, Bruce Jack Bruce was the main lead vocalist. Of those three, only Eric Clapton is alive. Um, only a couple of weeks ago, actually, uh, Ginger Baker passed away. I think it was about 2016, 2017 that Jack Bruce passed away. Um, they're really known for their instrumental proficiency. They're one of the, the tightest groups around. Um, even today, there are, if you get a chance, have a listen to some of their live albums. They're just really like polished and skilled musicians. Virtuoso is really awesome. Um, and they're known for their genre blending. They mixed a lot of you know, traditional sort of blues standards and made them up-tempo sort of rock um, rock classics, but also for incorporating psychedelic and jazz elements. Um, Ginger Baker, was who played drums, was classically trained. Well, classically trained? Well, he was trained as a jazz drummer. Um, Eric Clapton came from a blues sort of background, uh, which, you know, he's definitely known for his... Uh, his uh, amazing blues guitar playing. Um, they're the world's first, considered the world's first supergroup. Um, a supergroup being a band where all the members have previously had success in different bands. Um, Eric Clapton, before Cream, played with the Yardbirds, though he left after their first single, I believe it's Heartful of Soul, became a hit. Um, John Mayle, and he also played with John Mayle and the Bluesbreakers. Uh, Ginger Baker played with the Graham Bond organization, and so did Jack Bruce. In fact, uh, Jack Bruce was fired by Ginger Baker, who was the leader of the Graham Bond organization at the time, not Graham Bond. And uh, Jack Bruce continued to turn up to uh, um, to their train uh, practice sessions and their gigs, and he only quit the band properly, like left the band, after Ginger Baker threatened him at knife point. Um, they were called Cream because... They were the cream of the crop. They were the best musicians. And, I mean, it's cocky, but it's it's fair. They, they're really top-notch musicians. Um, Eric Clapton's probably my favourite guitarist, personally. I feel like he's just such melodic and amazing phrasing. The way he... Uh, I think someone described it as, like, breathing, the way he... Uh, he, he does, like, a riff, and he gives a nice pause, and he pl- plays a little lick or whatever... Um, to start off tonight, uh, we are going to listen to I Feel Free, which is from their first album. Well, it was only on the US fa- version of the album in the UK. It was released as a single. Um, the album was called Fresh Cream. It's got this really cool vocal sort of a cappella intro, and it's definitely um, a, a genre uh, blender, um, if, if you will. It's a mix of sort of psychedelic pop and then the blues rock because all three members sort of came from a blues rock um, bands before. Um, it reached number 11 in the UK. It showcases, and I'm going to be saying this a lot, showcases Eric Clapton's uh, woman tone, as it was known, 
this is the tone he sort of used on his uh, guitar. He played um, Gibsons at this point. So these are like thick, heavy sort of sounding guitars, kind of muddy even. Um, the woman tone was he'd play on a neck pickup, which is a sort of darker pickup to begin with. It gives a darker sound to the guitar. Um, he'd turn down the tone knob. So on these guitars, there's four knobs, uh, two volume knobs for each pickup. There's two pickups and two ton tone knobs for each. The more you turn down the tone knob, the less trebly the guitar sounds. So he'd turn it right down as far as it goes. So it sounds almost bassy. And then he'd turn the volume up full. And this gives a really sort of smooth, almost um, fuzz-like, if you know what a fuzz pedal sounds like. It sounds kind of like that. It's just a really cool tone. And this song really showcases it. It's got an awesome bass line. So many of the uh, Cream songs have real bouncy bass lines. They're just real... Uh, they really sort of mesh. They're the glue that holds a lot of these songs together. Um, the vocal harmonies are awesome. And it's also got these really cool sort of chimey, bright piano chords. Anyway, um... Let's get into it. Uh, this is I Feel Free by Cream, and then after that, we will play Strange Brew. So yeah, I Feel Free by Cream. You're listening to The Deep Dive on Monday Night Psych on Radio 1.
Do you know about the Rad One app? Who doesn't? Then say goodbye, One Card. Hello, Rad One app. Download it on your phone. Unlock achievements, access flash deals, and use it in store at our majestic discounters to save bucket loads of cash. The Rad One app saves you money, unlocks rewards through loyalty achievement, and it lives on your phone. The Rad One app is available on the Google Play and Apple App Store now. Or head to www.radone.co.nz to get it. Show share. <coughs> You boys want a dart? Ugh, gross. Ditch the darts. You should come with us to Shosha. They're basically New Zealand's vape and hookah specialist with an amazing selection of vapes, mods, pens and pods, batteries, the lot. They've got everything shisha and ask about the new heat not burn smoking alternative. Shosha, now in South Dunedin at 197 King Edward Street and City Centre at 14 Hanover Street. Open seven days a week, strictly R18. That was Strange Brew off Cream's second album, Disraeli Gears. I love that song, and I'm, I'm going to say that about every song I play tonight. But um, I love that Eric Clapton's got a sort of falsetto, almost. Um, if you don't know, a falsetto is like a when a ma- ma- male singer uh, sings in a higher register. Um, it actually means false voice, fun fact. Um, I love the biting rhythm guitar. It's got so crunchy. And it's just playing a normal 12-bar blues, but... You know, it's playing it a bit sort of more, um, you know, it's not playing full chords, it's just playing like a note and then hitting a chord for like a beat. But it's really cool, it's really good tone, and the guitar tones all throughout their discography are like, oh, good. They're very good. Um, more of that sort of vocal line, breathing like um, guitar thra- phrasing as well. You know, he, he's, he, uh, he plays a phrase and it's like you can breathe out with it and then breathe back in and then breathe out again when he plays the next phrase. And it's almost like that. It's, it's just really, um, I don't know, it's just very well-paced. Um, that song, Strange Brew, was written by Eric Clapton, Felix Papalardi, who I mentioned earlier, who was the producer for Disraeli Gears, Wheels of Fire and Goodbye, which were their last three albums, and Papalardi's wife, Gail Collins, who um, incidentally actually shot him to death later on. So that's a that's a morbid fact for you. Um, coming up next, we have arguably their most famous hit, uh, Sunshine of Your Love. It was their biggest uh, hit in the US. It went to number five. Um, the sig- signature riff, you know, that... Um, that's my terrible impression of it. That riff was uh, written by Jack Bruce, the bassist, after attending a Jimi Hendrix concert. And actually, um, apparently, they dedicated this song... Um, actually, no, they didn't. That That's a lie. They didn't dedicate the song to Hendrix, I believe. Um, it's got a really awesome solo. It's more of that woman tone um, that Clapton used. It's just really sort of... Oh, it's so... Um, it's it's almost like a vocal melody in that it's just so nice. It's so sweet. It just cuts through the mix really well. It's got this really distinctive tom-tom rhythm that uh, Ginger Baker was playing, um, you know, as opposed to accenting the beat two and four, which is known as a backbeat in rock music, um, or just in music in general, uh, it, this accents one and three, which are the strong beats in four four. So it's um, it's just really distinctive. It sounds cool. It just accents the song really well. Um, you know, it's it's more of that sort of playing around with the form of blues music. Um, it, it's it's a blues chord progression, so it's one four one. Um, which means they play the first chord of the key, so whatever, if it's G major, G is the first chord. 
and then they go to the fourth chord of the key and they go back to the first chord and that's like a standard blues progression but cream really played around with that they'd mix and match and do little changes there here and there and they really updated it and made it into a more sort of rock setting which is really cool and then really this song is almost a heavy metal precursor in the way it's so plodding in a good way it's heavy it's plodding you know, those thick drums I love the thick drum sounds on Cream songs. So yeah, the sunshine of your love. After that, we will play. I don't know how to say this song, and um, in fact, the BBC, uh, the BBC radio DJs didn't know how to say the song at all. So they'd just be like, "This is a song by Cream. Um, it's called SW SW LABR, which apparently stands for She Walks or Was Like a Bearded Rainbow. Both have been said by the band." Uh, members and interviews but anyway sunshine of your love followed by swlabr yeah you're listening to the deep dive on monday night psych on radio one this is sunshine of your love by cream Thank you. 
has a mustache You come into me with that soulful look on your face You come in looking like you never ever done one wrong thing That was uh, S-W-L-A-B-R by Cream. Don't know how else to say that. Um, that was released as the B-side to Sunshine of Your Love, but um, just like Sunshine of Your Love, it also appeared on their second album, Disraeli Gears. Um, I love that crunchy intro riff. Oh, it's, it's really fat. P-H-A-T, fat. It's awesome. It's more of that woman tone on that... um. And Clapton's lead guitar, that call and response between the vocals and guitar is really cool. My favourite part of this song is, um, especially, I mean, he does it, they sing this line a couple of times, but uh, it's the first time it occurs, and uh, Bruce sings, you got that rainbow feel, and then the guitar and the bass play this like, descending riff, and the snare hits on the last beat, and the band just drops out, and then, so it's quiet, and it's, uh, then Bruce sings this line, but the rainbow has a beard, and the snare hits on beat four, but it's sort of like over five beats, by my rough counting. Um, and it just sounds really cool. The, the the terrace dynamics by, you know, the band dropping out and dropping in, and it's real... Oh, it's crunchy. It's crunchy. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. Um, the next song we're going to listen to is maybe my favourite song. It's it's tough. I, I do... I really like Cream. But um, this is White Room. Um, it was on their third album, Wheels of Fire. Uh, that was released as a double album. It was, I mean, it's kind of a double album. It wasn't released as a double album, actually. It's released as two single LPs. So it was a live LP and a studio LP. White Room was on the studio LP. Um, it was written by Jack Bruce with the lyrics by poet Pete Brown, Bruce and 
Brown wrote a lot of Cream songs together, and that duo, Bruce writing the music, Brown writing lyrics. It's really distinctive for its uh, wah-wah pedal usage by Clapton. It's got awesome soloing, more great tone, it's sort of fuzzy and searing, especially that final solo. It's more of that awesome, melodic, vocal-like um, phrasing, more of that breathing sort of phrasing. I, if nothing else, Clapton is, in my opinion, the best guitarist for phrasing. Like, the way he uh, structures his phrasing and the gaps he leaves in between. It's really good. But that's not to say he can't shred, because he fucking can shred. Um, it's really got that distinctive 5-4, almost choral-like, almost orchestral-like intro, and then the rest of the song is in 4-4. Um, Papal- Papalati, the producer, Felix Papalati, added violas into that 5-4 section, so which uh, really adds that orchestral feel. Um, great vocal work, as always, by Jack Bruce. Um, I feel like he really does justice to sort of poetic, um, psychedelic lyrics. This is really one of the most psychedelic songs. And again, you've got a similar tom-tom pattern to Sunshine I Feel Love. Not quite the same, but you're getting that heavy thumping, you know, drum feel, which is really common to a lot of Cream songs, and I feel like really just amps it up a huge notch. So yeah, this is White Room by Cream. You're listening to Monday Night Psych. We're doing a deep dive into Cream. You're listening to Radio 1 91 FM.
That was Politician by Cream, and before that we had White Room, um, both from the Wheels of Fire album. Politician, to me, is such a cool song, because it's like so it's so texturally dense and chaotic, and it's got all these overtub, overdubbed uh, little guitar lines, and it's real, like, it's got all this sort of polyphonic insanity, as it were, polyphony being where you have independent melodic lines, like all the different guitar lines at the top, so it's kind of polyphony kind of not but um i guess i feel like it's sort of poly- polyphonic insanity and it's been like sort of grounded by this like main riff that um which i i probably sang terribly off key um but i i know i really like it it's super intense it's really dense it's a very cool song and i love the soloing the main solo to interplay between sounds to me like it's two dubbed guitars over the top it's really cool um, coming up next is almost certainly, I surely this must be my favourite Cream song. It's the live version of Crossroads at um, the Winterland Ballroom in San Francisco. This is on the live Wheels of Fire LP. It's awesome. It's it's really a vehicle to showcase Clapton's um, virtuosity and soloing ability. It's you know it's got these upbeat bass and drums. Clapton singing lead vocals. It's so super fast moving. Momentum is never lost in the song. Um, it's originally a Robert Johnson song, but it was rearranged by Clapton into a 12-bar blues sort of style. Um, yeah, but um, really, it is it is just to showcase how awesome a guitarist Eric Clapton is. The final solo, in particular, is a masterclass in a improvised blues soloing. It just it soars, it maintains rhythmic and melodic interest, it's fast, it's cool, it's technical, it's just awesome. It's probably one of my favourite solos of all time. If you haven't picked this up, I personally play guitar, and I love playing this solo all the time. And if there are any guitarists listening, I definitely recommend learning the second solo, the last solo in the song. 
it's it's not super hard but it's just so awesome and to be able to improvise this live is just speaks wonders of Clapton's musical ability but yeah it's awesome it's a it's a freaking awesome song um yeah so this is Crossroads the live version of Crossroads at the Winterland Ballroom San Francisco by Cream you're listening to the deep dive on Monday Night Psych this is Crossroads by Cream check it out if you're a guitarist learn the solo because it's really cool yeah it's awesome check it out
That was Crossroads by Cream, and my God, I, I hope whoever is listening to this, I hope, dear listener, you were cranking whatever you were listening this on. I hope you cranked those bloody speakers till they were just over-driven, because, my God, that solo is so cool. Both of those solos are cool, and the bass on it's so good, and the drum's so good, and it's so fat, and to think they did that live just shows how technically skilled they were oh it's so good um i've got to stop going on about it because i could go on about that song for hours um we've got time for one more song by cream this is badge which is uh written by eric clapton and george harrison uh harrison was credited as langelo mysterioso for contractual reasons they couldn't credit him as George Harrison it's on off their final album Goodbye which was released a couple months after they broke up so it was released in 1969 they broke up in November 1968 it's got a really groovy awesome bass line it was released as a single later on it hit number 18 in the UK number 16 in the US it's got some Mellotron um, played by Papalati uh, which I feel like adds some nice depth it's got some really awesome soloing again it's got that really psychedelic sort of bridge. It sounds like a chorus or a flange or a phaser effect, something like that on the guitar. It sounds really cool. Um, I love the guitar drum interplay, uh, especially in the last sort of, just as the end of the solo in the last sort of verse. Um, as it comes out of the solo, it, it fucking slaps, is all I can say. It slaps so hard. Um, there's this cool sort of riff where... Um, you know the drums and the guitar playing it at the same time well the drum is the snare is hitting like every time clapton hits a note and it just sounds really cool um i love the call and response with the vocals and the guitar in the last verse and it ends on i love how the song ends it ends on this band build the band builds up you know everyone's playing chords and you know dun 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 um that's terrible imitation and the lead guitar plays this really cool riff and it ends on um you know it it sort of ends on this uh, this A minor add nine, which is like an extension sort of jazzy chord, and it's chord two of G major, which is like a weird chord to end on if you if you don't know music theory, um, it's just strange chord to end on, um, but it it really gives it this sort of jazzy um, psyche feel, and it feels unfinished, which is really appropriate considering the lyrics are all kind of psyche and about um, missing out on love, I I believe just from my personal listening to it, that's what I interpret it as. But yeah, um, the guitar on this track is fat, the bass on this track is fat, the drums are fat, the singing is fat, it's it's a fat track. Um, I really like Cream, as you can tell, and I really like this song. Um, so yeah, this is how I end it. This is uh, Badge by Cream. This ends our deep dive into Cream. You're listening to Monday Night Psych on Radio 1 91 FM.
That was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.